And welcome to To Watch Who, a Doctor Who podcast. I'm Mark. I'm Sarah. And I'm a Doctor Who fan. And I'm new to watching Who. Yep, watching for the very first time. Very first time. And I would like to proudly present... (laughs) 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 The Season 10... Duskers! Yeah! Do you know what makes me laugh about that? Just before we started recording, Mark was like, okay, I know what I'm going to say. I know where we are. I'm ready for it. And that's what you came out with. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I haven't finished yet. (laughs) Welcome, everybody. We are on the planet Spyridon. Everybody is arriving in their shuttles, landing on the planet. So here they all are, getting ready. Oh, look how glad. And we've got Omega. He's just arrived with a lovely shiny new helmet. Oh. The drashings are here. Fancy. The drashings eating their way through the vegetation. Got the maggots crawling along on the red carpet. <laughs> That's what that trail uh, is. We've got Cliff and Joe just back from the honeymoon. <laughs> <laughs> they kept it short, the honeymoon, because they knew that they had the dusk was coming up. Vorg and Scherner are providing the entertainment uh, around the back. <laughs> Please uh, welcome the Thals back on this planet. They probably don't want to come back, but here they are. (laughs) (laughs) Sarah, just to say, so I'm up in the um, I'm up in the heat a bit with the ventilation shaft. I'm just making sure everything's um, going smoothly here. Edith is using this as her kitchen area today, so she's um, her and Molly and I was going to say Gail. What's her name? What's her name? I can't remember. That's not my forte. Gail, Gail, not Gail, is here. Gail Platt. Platt. (laughs) I've forgotten your name. I'm so sorry, Gail. (laughs) Lovely canapes, by the way. They're providing all the all the food again as usual, and they're putting them up the shaft out into the jungle. So they're they're heated as they go up, which is a new new concept. Lovely. And Sarah, you are joining. You are down. You're down in the ice caves. Oh, lucky me! So we set up the ice bar down there. How's it going down there? Cold. Yeah, yeah. We all wrapped up warm, serving the uh, serving the vodka. Serving? I'm serving. <laughs> I mean, hang on. You just get to like be there with all the food, watching it happen. I've got to serve in the ice bar. That's classic, you. So I mean, no. What I meant. <laughs> what I meant. What? Classic, Mark. <laughs> Putting the woman in her place, and it's not the woman. It's always me. <laughs> just the way it works out Um, (laughs) Sarah is down in the ice cave because she's going (laughs) she's down in the ice cave I did not sign that contract (laughs) you're down there so you're going to be my agent is going to be having words I'm just saying (laughs) what I meant was you're going to be pouring out the chilled vodkas for the winners as they come off stage through the ice bar at the end so you're going to be getting all the action as they as they come through so that's why you're down there whatever look at you trying to look at you trying to up my service bloody hell you've got the glamorous bit I'm in the kitchens 
You're not doing anything in the kitchens, helping, are you? I'm helping Gail or whatever her name is put them blobs, <laughs> blobs in the tray. Mark can't even remember oh, the people's boy. names. Mark's such a such a a man that he can't even remember the name of his women. Mary Ash. Who's Mary Ash? Him. Mary Ash. Mary Ash. There we are. Oh no, sorry. I was just saying your name. It's all right. Carry on. Um, <laughs> Well, I'm, I'm helping making sure. I've got the recipe for the, the fungus soup, haven't I? So um, Edith's trying that one out tonight. Right, anyway, let's let's start, shall we? Now, we're all, now we know. Yeah, let's move on from that debacle and just move okay. on. Well, you've got, your, you've got your little heater unit if you get cold down there. So you should be all right. Thanks. Um, and I, I've got that little reader thing. So when it gets to red, I'll let you know if there's going to be an explosion down there and you can get out. <laughs> that is literally the most marked thing ever. I'll tell you what, let's get my co-host. I'll put her in a dangerous situation where she has to serve people. And don't worry. And I know Mark will forget to look at the radar. So I'll probably just, you know, boil to death. Or I'm something. keeping an eye on it. It's fine. We're, we're all right. Well, let's start. Everyone take their place. I think the Spyrodons are sat down. I can't see them, but I think they are. Are they not serving drinks? Is that why everything's floating around? Oh, the floating drinks, yes. The Spyrodons are, are serving. It's their host planet, of of course. So um, they didn't want to wear the purple furs tonight. It's fine. No, so it's just floating Terry Nations Yeah, all floating Terry Nations. What a perfect scenario. Right, let's start, shall we then? Okay, here we go. <laughs> First category is Best Villain. And the nominees are... Omega... The Three Doctors. You dare threaten to destroy me? You wish to fight the will of Omega? The Master. Frontier in Space. Unarmed may be, but not unaccompanied. I've brought some old friends along to meet you. Stevens, The Green Death. I have in my hand a piece of paper, which will mean a great deal to all of you. And Boss, The Green Death. Stevens arranged it on my instructions, you see. The facts of it is the only logical solution. So very limited on human villains. It was a bit of a it was bit which is why boss is there as well, because you really wanted boss. A big red disc with a bit of electronic on it. Okay, that's Mark's feelings on boss. Who else was there? Okay, so Omega, I mean wow, Omega is brilliant. Iconic and uh, like you had to explain him as soon as you did your impression. I was like, yeah, I remember. And just like he made that story. He made that episode. I know, you know, we had the three doctors. We got to learn more about the history of the doctors in that as well. And a bit more about them. And he was so important to that and integral and like his boomy voice. And yeah. Well, he had to go up. He was a villain that went up against three doctors. So they had, you had to have somebody worthy of that, that was powerful enough. And he did the job. Someone against the time Lords. I mean, it wasn't, he was against the whole planet of time Lords. Well, he, he, yeah, he's a time Lord himself as well. He had the, those really good speeches and he had a good look as well. So he, yeah, he ticked all the boxes. When he takes his helm off. It's iconic. And the cry. Well, you weren't impressed with the cry, but... No, but, you know, I, I enjoyed I enjoyed him. Yes. Uh, and the master, back again. Not the most amazing story. I mean, he was only halfway through Frontier in Space. 
but he still made that impact. His scenes with the Doctor and Joe made it. Yeah, absolutely. He look. I enjoyed Frontier in Space, and it's because of the Master. I think he's a really good character. He's a character you love to hate. Yeah, sorry, I just really when he said I enjoyed Frontier in Space. I don't know why that wanted to make me laugh. I don't think anyone's ever said. I did though, didn't I? I mean, despite all the jails and stuff, but I was like, Matt, okay, well, this has been a good. Like, let's just reflect. This has been a good season. It's been a brilliant season, yeah. But I don't think anyone's ever said I enjoyed Frontier in Space with such enthusiasm (laughs) before. (laughs) Despite all the prisons, I enjoyed Frontier in Space. That's a new T-shirt. I enjoyed Frontier in Space. Whenever I say it, I feel like I'm going on like a Disney ride or something. Oh, like space theme, space park or space mountain. Space mountain, isn't that? Isn't space mountain a Disney thing? Oh my God. Imagine the frontier in space theme park ride. You're in like. Well, you're just in jail. (laughs) You're just in a little prison. (laughs) You get put in a cage (laughs) and it goes along on a little train. (laughs) And then I don't know, you might get an ogron or something thrown at you. I don't know. Get given a spoon, you've got to dig your way out. Anyway, and then we got um, Stevens from The Green Death as well as Boss. Great human. He was a baddie, corporate. You're sort of Tobias Vaughan. Do you remember him? Yeah, I do. He's one of those, isn't he? You get that every now and then. Maybe not the biggest impact, but all right. Better than Boss. Who is also nominated and is here tonight. There he is. Give us a give us a wiggle. <laughs> <laughs> oh and he's up there on a drink he's having a drink with stevens there you go i wouldn't get i wouldn't get him wet if i was you but um don't don't touch bots with wet hands is what i would say but uh, <laughs> anyway we'll leave them to it right should we announce the winner <laughs> and the winner is omega yeah oh well done i mean it had to be the most almighty powerful villain of the season yes, oh yeah absolutely a very memorable and as you said the backstory a bit more of a backstory of the time lords that he brought with him as well so yeah he really helped make that story really good creation for the anniversary as well yeah and thank you very much omega coming all the way from your antimatter universe just to be here i'm sure it was much effort was put in <laughs> so sarah's down there in the ice bar she's going to pour you some vodka and ice uh, you have to throw it in his hole in his, in his helmet <laughs> thanks <laughs> uh, well you, you guys have a good time and I'll, uh, I'll announce the, uh, the next category then okay you go next category best monster and the nominees are the Drash oh no we're going to say it wrong the Drash Higgs Carnival of Monsters The Draconians, Frontier in Space. Our soldiers have seen the Earthmen attack us. Our cargoes have been stolen. The Daleks, Planet of the Daleks. Any responsibility was yours. You have failed. The Supreme Council does not accept failure. And the Maggots from the Green Death. So the Drashigs. Drashigs. We said they were very gruesome. They were very, as a monster, 
violent and aggressive and something we haven't really had before because monsters have been a bit more I, I don't know what the word is but we we said about like the drashings are gonna like rip you apart and be violent rather than your you know your... yeah i think like it's been a while since we've had like fear in the same way from a monster the last time to be honest is probably the daleks yeah, so the in the concept of the Drashi, oh god, I'm going to say this wrong. Oh my god, I'm sorry, everyone. Drashigs. It'll be a long night. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I haven't even had a Terry Nation yet. Drashigs. <laughs> I'm down here in the ice bar, so anything can happen. <laughs> um, what was I saying? I completely lost my train of thought. Drashigs. Drashigs. <laughs> I was saying the concept of the Drashing. Yeah, very good. Production-wise, though, I'm not so keen on them. They are a hand puppet. But it works well. It mm, Kind of. For the story, it works. The, okay. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The story, it works, but they're a, a dog's skull with a hand on, you know? So Yeah, okay, fine. Uh, draconians. Now, very good in design and concept, and the features and the, the voice isn't annoying. A little bit boring in terms of characterization, but as a monster, as a design, absolutely brilliant. I'm trying to remember them. Uh, green, Frontier in <laughs> Space. I'm so sorry. The, the front, they give us a wave. Draconians over there. There you go. They were there. Oh, you're down in the ice thing. You can't see them. Um, I can't see anything, Mark, can I? You stood me down in the ice thing, serving people. Okay. I'm going to send some Draconians down to see you. <laughs> oh, no, they were green. They're a bit samurai. You love you love their house. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did love their house. Yes, <laughs> I remember everything about them now. <laughs> the draconian that is uh, heading towards Sarah. Can you bring your catalogue with you of your household items? <laughs> <laughs> what am I talking about? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I always wonder. Okay, yeah. No, they were great. Really good design. Like really strong. I mean, you weren't sure if they were a baddie, you know, for a while, and then like they were a goodie and they were help like in the same way that the Ice Warriors developed and became the goodie, but you were like, what are they and stuff? You had that with these as well, and that was good. I enjoyed that. Although minus points because women can't talk in court. True. That's why I'm in the ice whatever you've put me in. Cellar. Uh speaking of the ice uh, caves, we've got the Daleks next, who built this wonderful bar and uh have let us use their their city. Okay, Daleks are Daleks, but we had the amazing Emperor Gold and Black Dalek, who is worth it alone. Great design, great that we're doing something different with them in colour. Give us a flash. Yep, there we are. They weren't annoying. Normally they're really annoying. This time, there was all the Dalek chat in between. They came, they did their job, they got on with it. They're usually very, very annoying. And there's a lot of Dalek chat. And there was this time, but not as much that it, like, grinded me, you know? I th I felt they were more of a threat. Yes, yes. They felt more dangerous. Maybe because Terry Nation is back writing for them. Um, but I don't know. I, or, it, or the way that all the actors and the characters react to them... You really do feel like if you if they're going to get you, they're going to get you. Yeah, it was it was a really strong Dalek story there. Hmm. And I think the Daleks won a Oscar of the first season, but they haven't won since, have they? No, because it's been annoying. So 
interesting. Uh, and then we have the maggots. You wanted the maggots. Well, they're, uh, they are a memorable monster. People remember the maggots. Uh, I know they're not, in terms of creative, they're not an alien really, but it's creative in the way that they are giant maggots from pollution and that concept. And actually the way that they are animated and uh, the puppets are done with the mouth and everything, a bit drashing-like actually. Very, I think they're done very well. I mean, it's a simple concept, but it's very, very effective and it's very Doctor Who. So, you know, I think they do deserve a place. Okay, like they're iconic. But, I don't know, it was a funny story. They were there purely for the story to happen, but they weren't the point of the story. We had to fight something. We're going to fight some giant maggots. It could have been worse. You could have. They could have made them talk or something. That would have been worse. Oh, I agree completely. But, I don't know, I'm on the fence. I'm on the fence. You wanted the maggots. You got your maggots. Okay, so it's over to the ice cave for the... For the answer. What? What am I talking about? <laughs> <laughs> it's over. Hang on. The answer. <laughs> oh, it's, it's hot in this ventilation room. Edith, turn it down. Right. Um, Get it out. Get out. <laughs> um, <laughs> over to Sarah in the ice cave for the winner. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. And the winner of best monster is the Daleks. Ooh, I think that's a surprise because I think people thought it would be the Drashigs or something like that. But no, I think the Daleks deserve it. Like we said, a good threat. And the Emperor, he's on his way down to you now. You better get his his Terry Nation ready. Um, or somebody. Sorry, not he's you. He's too many. <laughs> <laughs> it's not just started and he's had too many. <laughs> um, but no, I think, yeah, they're back to their form. And maybe because we haven't seen them as much or or maybe because they were so bad in Day of the Daleks that actually this makes them look Yeah, you better. really felt their threat. They made this story. I mean, you know, the previous story built to this and they delivered. I don't... You're, you're still excited about Frontier and Space leading... Into Planet of the Daleks. I am. I really am, and I'm going to be excited about that for a while, Mark. I can't believe that you're so excited about Frontier in that Space. That T-shirt can say, "I got excited about Frontier in Space." <laughs> Nobody else cares about Frontier in Space. I <laughs> <laughs> oh, better not be a Keys of Marinus. <laughs> I'm not saying that Frontier in Space and Keys of Marinus are anyway alike. Um, anyway, anyway. So well done to the Daleks. And well, you've got Altos and Sabitha down there in the bar. Have I? Yeah, they love they love a bit of a nice moment. Sabitha, Sabitha, Altos, sorry. <laughs> He's freezing. Well, you need to rub his legs like Ian did. I'm not rubbing his legs. <laughs> I need way more drinks than me for that. <laughs> Oh god, right. Anyway, next next category. My favourite. It's always my favourite. <laughs> Best supporting character. And the nominees are Vorg and Sherna, Carnival of Monsters. But I should have to put my hand inside. Oh go on, Vorg. We can't stand here and let them be torn to pieces. Rebecca 
planet of the Daleks. Well, somewhere on this planet there are 10,000 Daleks. Taron, planet of the Daleks. Point it in this direction. Press the control on the top and you'll see what we're up against. And Cliff. <laughs> the <laughs> Cliff. Cliff. The Green Death. Do you know what that means? It means unlimited financial help. Work for the valleys. Right. And food. Food for all the world. Oh, do you know what? I've just thought I had a joke that I wanted to see at the beginning, but um, I've only just remembered it. <laughs> Go on, say it. Go on. Okay, hold on. Edith. Edith. No, the cutlery's over there. Yeah, the cutlery's over there. And no, it's fine. We've got enough plates. Somewhere on this planet, there are 10,000 plates, Edith. It's fine. We've got enough. <laughs> I wanted to see that at the beginning. Sorry. Okay. Do you feel better now? Did you get the joke? I remember something about there being 10,000 Daleks. Okay, that's fine. You got the joke. It's fine. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> All right, uh, a really good, <laughs> really good category. I don't know what's happened. Sorry, everyone. We're not coming back to Spyridon again. I'm telling you now. Because um, you separated us and left me in a bar. You left me in a fucking frozen cellar. <laughs> it's not. It's the ventilation ice volcano tunnels. Whatever. <laughs> that we've turned into a vodka bar. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so Vorg and Shern are great double acting carnival of monsters. Oh come on, you remember them? You're t- oh, sorry, you just you just did that face where you're like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> no, 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 no. I must have frozen because I do. Um, I was trying to remember their, their um, magician names. Paul and Debbie, yeah. Yes, Paul and Debbie. <laughs> really good, and we put them together because they are that double act. That you couldn't have them on their own; they wouldn't be strong enough. You know, for what could have been an incredibly boring story. Because I'm like, like, it was a two part. It was a story of like two halves, wasn't it? You had like what was going on in the machine and what was going on out of it. They were keeping the what was going on out of it alive, you know? Oh, absolutely. Because if it was just the grey people out there and no Vorg and Scherner, <laughs> I would not be liking Carnival of Monsters. And also, they literally brought the Carnival of Monsters to Carnival of Monsters. So they were pretty essential, <laughs> weren't they? <laughs> yeah. Very true. Yeah. And um, yep, they will be performing tonight, everybody, later on, on the um, Ice Cabaret stage. <laughs> which Sarah will set up later, I'm sure. I'll help. But <laughs> Oh, that's nice. Uh, and then we have, well, I, okay, there's a lot of Planet of the Daleks in this because everybody, I love Planet of the Daleks. Rebek, the Lady Thal. She was great. She had some great lines. I think a lot of people are probably like, why is she here? But I'm sorry, she's because Mark asked for it. I just think she... Stands... It's fine, because I get mine later, everyone, okay? I allowed Mark Maggots and I allowed Mark Rebeck because I knew what I was asking for later. And you know so. what, Rebeck, she gets at least two cliffhangers in Planet of the Daleks. That's something. The 10,000 Daleks moment and the you're falling off your parachute moment. And she gets told off. Yeah, and she's a brave character. She... Despite all the odds, she comes to volunteer and help out fight the Daleks. She lives. <laughs> That's true. They don't all live. Uh, she's glamorous and she can go through the jungle and she can help kill the Daleks. What more do you need? 
And speaking of which, we got Taron as well, leader of the Thals. Now, really great leader. There was somebody else that we said a couple of Doskas ago who was a great leader. Who else was a great leader that we said was... Oh, um, Thingy Ash's dad. Oh, yeah, Mary Ash. Yeah. Mary Ash's dad. Yeah, Mary Ash's dad. Yeah, yeah, he was a great leader. It's like, it's one of those characters. And Taron, Taron again, he was actually the medical officer who had to step up and lead. He didn't want to lead. He was he was one of those... Uh, I mean, I think... Uh, what's this? Oh, I'm sorry, Mary Ash. What's the name of your dad? Oh, she can't hear me. Um, I can't remember his name. It's gone. Um, oh, Ash, I, I think. I don't know what that response would have been. <laughs> uh, Ash, I Ash, think. Ash, wasn't it? I think it was just Ash. Um, it was only a few seasons ago. It can't have been Ash, Ash. Come on. <laughs> It was Ash and Mary Ash. I think they oh just called him God. Ash. That can't, that can't be right. It must be. It, it, it was the Ashes. Right. Yeah, Ash, Ash. Oh, well, we'll call him Ash, Ash. Well, Ash, Ash, he was a leader, but Taron was had to step up and do that and went through the odds. And he had the Doctor to help and he listened to the Doctor. He wasn't one of those leaders like that one from Fury in the Deep that's like just arguing against everybody that's arrogant and I'm the leader and I know best. It was he actually took on board what was going on. Okay, Doctor, I you have fought the Daleks before. I'm going to listen to you. This is what we're gonna do. And he got through it. So that was really cool. And Cliff Well, I mean, I mean Cliff. Great supporting character, great impact, environmentalist, vegan probably. Uh, <laughs> knows his pollution from his greenery. Um, <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. It would have to take a really special character to have persuaded Joe, and that was nailed, and he did it great. Because actually, he wasn't just a background character. He was right up front with everyone to to be that person in order for the us to believe that Joe would go off with him. Mm. And well, and, and a sort of younger doctor that she could go off with, yeah. Okay, so very strong category. And let's go back to Sarah now downstairs in the ice bar. <laughs> How's the Emperor Dalek doing? Are you giving him anything? Oh, shut up, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> and the winner is Cliff. <laughs> Yay, Professor Cliff Jones. Well done. Well so done. Well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Professor Cliff Jones. Professor Cliff Jones come all the way from Spain. Um, yeah, here he is collecting his award. Yeah, he's got his blue he crystal. He's dropped off in Cardiff. Yeah, I mean, he's great. I mean, we've said it all already, really, but very memorable. We're going to remember him. And, you know, and he, he did a bit of everything in that story as well. He, you know, he played that hero role a lot of the time. Yeah, he was really good, really strong. To win in this category, you have to be a strong, you know, in the same way that um, Miss Hawthorne was. You have to, like, step up and be there with the rest, and he definitely was. Yeah, but well done to everybody else as well, though, because they are all potential winners. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, and then we are on to best story. And the nominees are... The Three Doctors... Oh, so you're all my replacements. <laughs> a dandy and a clown. Carnival of Monsters. We need worry too much about our friends. You still one, right? Indeed. I'll probably wind up yeah, president. Planet of the Daleks. Daleks. The Green Death. 
Doctor, it's exactly your cup of tea. This fellow's bright green, apparently, and dead. So we got rid of... We just had to get rid of one, which was yeah. Frontier in Space. Mark chose that. Because of too many prisons. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. I think now if you could choose, you really want that one back. But it shows such what such a strong season it was because there were no really bad ones in this. It literally came down to too many prisons. Three Doctors, absolutely love because you have William Hartnell and Patrick Troughton. Iconic story. And you have Omega. The only thing, okay, yeah, I'm going to say it, the production isn't as top-notch as I think it could have been. Carnival of Monsters, one that I enjoy i loved carnival of monsters you absolutely loved it again a bit of everything in that one gray people trash higgs uh ship uh <laughs> a bit of agatha christie you know it's all there um planet of the daleks <laughs> planet of the oh planet of the daleks i love planet of the daleks you know I love it. Everyone knows I love Planet of the Daleks. It's a good job that there's a panel of two for voting. <laughs> it's good. It is good. I'm not sure if it's my favourite of the season, though. This is why Mark put me in the fucking cellar. Uh, and then The Green Death, which is a very well-loved story. It's very Welsh. You've got your maggots, which is very well-remembered. It's Joe's last story, which is very well-remembered. I... Didn't used to like it, and now I do. I agree. I think it's really good, but it's really good because of Cliff and that whole storyline. Yeah, if it didn't have that, then just the maggots and the global uh, chemicals... Would not be enough to carry this story. But also, that's okay because that's not the point of the story. No, I know. I always just thought it was a little bit grey, and there's too many men with moustaches for me, I think. I don't know why. <laughs> it's supposed to be in Wales, isn't it? Yeah, I know. I just don't know. There's just something about it that's not as not as colourful. Maybe that's what it is. But I love the mining stuff and the maggots and everything. Okay, I shall announce the winner. I'm just being handed my envelope. Thank you very much, Edith. <laughs> she was just there, okay? I'm not being like, <laughs> ordering everyone around. <laughs> Whatever. Oh my god. Okay, and the winner is Carnival of Monsters. (laughs) Yay! I genuinely thought then you were gonna like pull a little sly one and just like it. Planet of the Daleks. So if it was entirely up to me, I would have said Planet of the Daleks. But we had a different discussion. We had a little discussion <laughs> and decided it should be Carnival of Monsters. <laughs> Which I do, I am fully on board with. I am. I can see exactly why. Like we said, it's got a bit of everything. It's four. You love four. I love four. Paul and Debbie yeah. are great. Great characters. It's just, re- do you know what? It's just so different and it's such a light relief. Yes. Because sometimes some of the stories can be quite heavy. I mean, let's be honest, the Dalek one, it's a heavy story. It is. It's, but it's a classic Doctor Who story in that sense. Constant threat, constant that. With uh, Carnival of Monsters, we had those moments in between. We had that, it was. It felt light, it felt, it felt different. We hadn't had something like that for a while. We hadn't had something like that, I've said this at the time, I'm sure, since um, it got made really little. 
Planet of Giants. Oh my God, Planet of Giants again. It felt very Planet of the Giants to me, and I loved Planet of the Giants. I, I know you did. Yeah, that's that's uh, <laughs> one from the past again. <laughs> Just when you think you're never going to speak about Planet of Giants again, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> I will never give up on Planet of the Giants. More people need to be on board with how great that was for the time okay i can't i just can't believe you remember i'm so sorry. i'm just shocked anyway. crying. <laughs> right well yeah i mean yeah okay yeah carnival of monsters brilliant i will go back and watch it again just avoid some of the great people scenes that's the only thing that brings it down for me it's just those but that's not enough to make it not a really good story right we'll go on to the next uh, category oh there's a urgent transmission that's come through from the Dalek Supreme (laughs) oh hang on a sec let me just read it oh no it's not good news oh are we being closed down no Um, you're right did not get the right license no you're right the the ice volcano is stable I can just, just let you know that everybody don't worry um, we forgot a category when we did our Doskers video and we have not talked about it. We completely forgot a category. He's just let us know. Oh, so okay, bet- which one? We need to do it now, best regular. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we did. Okay, okay. So this is live, everybody. <laughs> live on Spyrodon, we need to just decide who best... Well, pre-recorded now, yeah. but like... <laughs> best <laughs> live regular. in this moment. Well, okay, best regular... Okay, who've we got? Doctor. Doctor Joe. Joe. Well, that's that's it. it. But that wasn't that last time as well. Yeah. Okay, but that's it. That's it then. Okay, we might have. We might be making history here. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, we might be. I'm just saying, we might. Doska's history, not actual history. Doska's history. There we are. <laughs> oh my god! Should I have one? I had a lot of carbs before we started. I think it's messing me up. I shouldn't have had all that bread and crisps. Oh my god. <laughs> We have two. So let's talk about The Doctor. This is a brilliant season for The Doctor. He, Yeah, I mean, I immediately that comes to mind that speech that I liked in Planet of the Daleks. Um, yeah. His amazing sort of banter in Three Doctors and the way he talked to Omega and led that story, even though he had all the other Doctors there. Green Death, the way he... You got the emotional side, the way he deals with Joe's departure and all of that as well. Brilliantly acted and the chemistry between him and Joe in this whole season is amazing. Uh, we say Carnival of Monsters is great and he does some great prison acting in Frontier in Space, obviously. <laughs> yeah, uh, of course. He does his action as well. Like, yeah, he is... I I mean, we said he was sort of peak last time, but he's even more peak now, I think. This is peak. This is peak. Joe as well has a good season. I mean, she leaves as well. It's like, you know, she has a big story in terms of like the last one. It's her last story and that's a big moment for her. Um, I think they both have a very strong season and this is going to be a real tough head-to-head. Who do you think it should be? Should we set after three? Okay. You ready? Yeah. One, two, three. Joe. Doctor. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, no, Doctor, I was going to... I didn't. Who did we get? Didn't we give it to the Doctor last time? I think it was Joe, wasn't it? They're coming over. Good. I think I've found the trouble anyway. Well, a bit of bric-a-brac lodged inside circuit three. I better put it back. Might spoil the illusion. 
Okay, well, the uh, we've had a little discussion in the interval just then. Uh, <laughs> thanks, Vaughan Scherner, for doing your dance, and uh, let's uh, let's announce <laughs> doing your dance. <laughs> just entertaining the crowds while we deliberated. And would you like to announce best regular? Yes, and the winner of best regular is joe yes there we go well deserved absolutely well deserved this is her third year she's really settled in a a companion that's stuck around for a a long time definitely and although the doctor was amazing this season we both agree this season it felt like all the writing they knew who joe was and joe was like stepping into that her last story was Perfect. It was a brilliant send-off for her. And she, well acted as well. She's like Katie Manning is amazing. Very sort of naturalistic acting, very comfortable. You believe everything she says, the danger, the peril, the you know, the situation she's in, she sells it so amazingly, and she is absolutely brilliant. Um she, yeah, absolutely well deserved, and we could not have her leave and not give her this award no absolutely not <laughs> right <laughs> on to the next category then and we've got worst moment the nomination just so you know everyone it's not me being in a cellar the gel guards walk in the three doctors holy moses what's that <laughs> too many prisons in frontier in space on your feet huh? why you heard me move the masts last seen in frontier in space you know you really are incredibly persistent aren't you that is my property i believe oh, yes it's the most ingenious device i congratulate you and the taran and rebeck scene in planet of the daleks but from now on every judgment i make will be clouded I'll even hesitate to take the right risks because I'll be worrying about you. I'm sorry. Do you know what? I'm I'm really paranoid that I'm saying Taran wrong and everyone's going to correct me. Taron or Taran, I'm not sure at this moment. <laughs> it's just Taran. Taron. Say it quick. Can you it? say it quick enough and yeah, I'll know. Yeah, Taran. So the jail guards walk. Oh, you hated that. Well, yeah, you didn't like it as well. Yeah, I know, but you really hated it. From memory, you were like, ugh, so annoying. I, well, I wasn't keen on the gel guards overall anyway. Oh, it reminds me, we're, we're serving jelly tonight. It's over on that table. <laughs> <laughs> Get your jelly shots in. Yeah, yeah. it was, it, and then the move, the walk just added to the, the non-success of that particular monster. If they just stood there and didn't really do very much, it's just the, the strange wobble and the shuffle. No, it just didn't work. Too many prisons in Frontier and Space. We've talked about that a lot. It were in the story. They were just constantly in prison. There was some nice thing, you know, when Joe was doing that talk to distract the master in the prison, okay, and when they're not in the prison, there's some good moments. If it was a four-parter and less prisons, maybe we would have enjoyed it more. But it was just... I mean, you had a prison blimmin' moon, didn't you, that the Doctor was on? Like, it was all about prison. I mean, it could have been called prison in space. <laughs> and then... Then we would have liked it more. 
And also leading into that, the Masters last scene we put in that we said it was a bit rushed. It was a bit of a shame because that was Roger Delgado's last appearance in Doctor Who. And I think it would have just needed a director that had just spent a little bit more time making sure that went well. I mean, yeah, okay, they didn't know that it was. And yeah, the Master always runs off at the end suddenly and he's going to come back for another story. So, But we usually see him run off. We normally see that, like, it's recognised. He literally like, scurried off, and then it's like, he's not there. I even said to you, I watched it, I was like, it just felt really rushed. I was like, I don't know what's going on. It wasn't clear what was happening. So I think, yeah, even though it was the Master's last scene, even if it wasn't, that scene in the whole thing, it just needed better direction. I think they just ran out of time or didn't get the right shots or anything it's just not clear what's happened and for a whole story for a end of a six-part story that is a pivotal moment and it just didn't deliver um and then the taron and rebeck scene about well there's many of them but it was it was part of all that heart-to-heart lot that we had it's not just that but it's like the amount of heart-to-hearts isn't it it's like okay and then these two are gonna it's like oh we've got out of danger let's all get into our pairs and have our moments and that's one of those and he's like having a go it's just really stupid Okay, so let's announce the winner. And the winner is... Too Many Prisons. Yes, of course. I mean, we actually named the episode that as well. (laughs) On Frontier in Space. Um, But hang on, I thought you loved Frontier in Space. (laughs) I do, but there were too many prisons. To the point, that's why it didn't get... A shortlist. I mean, always in a Doctor Who story, I mean, throughout the 60s, there's always a prison, but they don't, they spend... We had like nine, didn't we? I can't remember how many we counted, but it was a lot of prisons. In your average Doctor Who story, there's at least one, or there's at least a couple of scenes, but this was just... There's none in Carnival of Monsters. (laughs) Well, no, I suppose not. (laughs) Um, But they're, you know, someone's always locked up or something, and that's always the, the not... The, the moment. Or Planet of the Giants. Or Planet of the Giants. No, that's true. <laughs> okay. Oh, in Keys of Mariners, there's a, there's a bit of prison action, I think. Keys of Mariners. Yeah, there's some prison action there. But, um, there's always a moment, and that's always not the, the best part of the story for me. So to have so many prisons, you're just like, mm, come on. Um, so, yeah, I think... We've had worse moments, though, to be fair. Like, oh, you yeah. Know. This has been a strong season, so we struggle thinking moments, Exactly. You know, the worst moment hasn't hasn't actually been that worse for a long time. So well, you know, well not done, Frontier in Space. <laughs> okay, and now we're going to go on to a very special new category, the Icon of the Season Award. Brand new. And this is awarded to that particular character that has made an impact for good or for worse on the whole season or someone that stood out from this season. As Mark said, to quote Time magazine, for better or for worse, has done the most to influence the events of the year. Exactly, yeah. So this is your Doctor Who character from who's going to be on the front of season 10 magazine. <laughs> to watch who imaginary to watch, magazine yeah to watch who season 10 magazine uh who is gonna have their face on the front of the doskers brochure okay so there can only be one icon of the season uh so i shall announce that person now okay everyone got their drinks everyone sat down okay 
the winner. What? Oh, sorry. I thought, it feels really dramatic. Oh, sorry. Yeah, sorry. I thought you, I thought you were going to say sorry. <laughs> I felt nervous and I know the answer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <clears throat> the winner of the Season 10 Icon Award goes to Cliff Jones. Wow. Yes, well done. I mean... This was tough. Can we just, like, this was really hard. Um, okay, it was pretty much, it came down to between Omega and Cliff. Yeah, and um, we really, we talked about, like, whether the story, like, on one hand, both their stories are amazing stories for different reasons. It's not about their stories, it's about the season, though. And what it came down to was who we were going to be talking about in two, three seasons' time. Cliff made an impact more yeah and yeah we are going to talk about and reference him more that is our reasoning Omega's great and like yeah like you were saying at the beginning of the season what a great villain to start off for in the three doctors and you know he's one best villain as well already Um, his helmet seems iconic he lifts his helmet and you can see through it that's that's an iconic moment I think for Um, lasting impact it would have to go to Cliff and he's such a strong character. He's up there with them. And it's it's really good. And we will talk about him. We will talk about it. Double award winner Cliff tonight. I mean, the champagne's going to be flowing in the nut hutch tonight, isn't it? I mean, Nan- <laughs> <laughs> there, Nancy's going to be doing a <laughs> jig. And <laughs> jig, <laughs> They're yeah. all going to be, you know, having a party down there, aren't they? Fertility dancers all around. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh uh, yes, yeah. so there there is our new category. So we'll see who can who will join him in the future as an icon. FYI, previous season, Miss Hawthorne definitely would have won that. Maybe we should go back and sort of uh, at, just put who we would do for each season in the just for fun. We could do this video, can't we? The previous nine, just so I always like a bit of a lineup, so I can do a picture of everyone together. So, um, <laughs> so we need to know who who else would be the icon. Right, and now we are on to just as prestigious award. The award, though. I think the most... It's it, still the it, most it prestigious yeah. award. Okay, you can be an icon, but you to be the... You're not Surrey and Chesterton, exactly. heroic moment. Ian's hero award, that is the next level. This is what everybody wants to win, the Ian award. Yeah. You need oh, yeah. To have Ian's approval. It's the only reason I keep doing this podcast in the hope that I'll be nominated. <laughs> like... <laughs> So, uh, and this one has uh, been decided by our coffee members. So we don't know. We have no idea. Well, well, well I know. I've looked it up and we've, we've had our votes in. Thank you, everyone, for voting. Uh, so I'll remind everybody, well, I will announce the nominees. <laughs> and they are... <laughs> <laughs> Wester sacrificing himself in Planet of the Daleks. Taron leading the Thals in Planet of the Daleks. We'll attack, but this has to be planned. Until it is, we'll wait. And Cliff going to rescue Joe in the Green Death. Hey, what the hell do you think you're up to? 
you had a fit when I saw you. I've been a bit worried myself. Look, if anything had happened to you, I... Well, come on, let's get out of here. Hello, this is Mark here from the future. I was just editing this and realised that we completely missed out a nominee. Um, apologies to Bert from Down the Mines. He is, of course, nominated for helping Joe in The Green Death. Um, we cannot miss that opportunity to recognise Bert and his services uh, before he actually died of The Green Death. So, Mark, tell us. Wow, some good. Um, well, actually, no. It was it was quite difficult to find a, a a brave, heroic moment because the characters that we had in the stories, there wasn't anyone that stood out. Because usually, like we always say, it's someone going against the odds, against what they would normally do. Um, and you know, three doctors, Carnival of Monsters, Frontier in Space didn't didn't have those characters in it. They weren't. We didn't have those sacrifice moments. We didn't have those like putting yourself on the line moments in the same way as a, you know, as characters, they tend to put themselves on the line quite often. So it, it was really tricky actually, wasn't it? We did struggle a bit. Yeah. It's getting more difficult, but we do have the votes and there is a clear winner. The winner of the Sir Ian Chesterton Heroic Moment Award goes to Wester, Planet of the Daleks. Hey, I think that's so well deserved. Here, you go. Here he is, floating over, invisible. Where is he? Where is he? Oh, there goes the award, floating away. He must be there. The first alien winner. So, I can't wait for you to try and do that picture. <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, no. I've got a picture of him dead. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Fantastic. (laughs) Um, But actually, that was a good one because you weren't sure. I mean, he made friends with Joe, so he looked after her. So you sort of knew he was going to be good. But there was that moment where you weren't sure, actually, that is he going to suddenly... Because the Spyridons are a bit of a funny race because you don't... None of them are others talk. They're just those purple furs and they're sort of enslaved. So you don't know. Uh, sacrifice that is what this award is all about I mean it was a he stopped an alien virus not only an alien virus a Terry Nation alien virus which is always more deadly than the, the usual one so I mean he did that's well that's why we had the cocktails exactly. not too many <laughs> exactly I mean he he really did it and against with the Daleks as well and he couldn't get out of there and he got two Daleks stuck in there with him as well and they could never leave and he saved the whole planet, literally. Yeah, absolutely. Truly deserving winner. Uh, yeah, and, you know, he'd only just met everybody on that day <laughs> on Planet of the Daleks. He didn't have to. He, you know, he could have been like the rest of his people. He could have just been enslaved and got on with it and wore his purple fur. But, he, you know, he explained what was going on and he was another great, you know... A, you sort of forget him a little bit because you've got all the files and you've got all the stuff going on and he's sort of he's in it for a bit and then he disappears he's not in it tons is he so he's um, very pivotal in everything that he does in Planet of the Daleks absolutely great and I don't think anybody else has talked about Wester from Planet of the Daleks for so long <laughs> so enthusiastically than me right now and I'm quite happy to do that because Wester is amazing and I'm really glad we get to see him as well when he dies I mean I know he's dying but you actually get to see what they look like as well. 
Um, and it's an interesting look. You know, they put, actually put some effort into the look as well. Uh, it could have, they didn't have to do that. They could just have a fur just go on the floor, invisible. So absolutely well done, Wester. You completely deserves his place there. And thank you very much for our coffee members for voting. I think you all made a very good choice. <laughs> I feel like I've done his acceptance speech for him. <laughs> well, you might as well. He's invisible flash dead. So. <laughs> Another season the wrapped up. Bites of dust. There we go. Finish up your, your cocktails and your... Do we have any new foods this uh, season? Oh, we've got maggot on a stick. There you go. <laughs> Little canapes of maggots. That's um, been handed around. I thought we were just going to be doing the fungus. Oh, and fungus. Well, maggot with fungus. It's, they complement each other, don't they? Uh, <laughs> probably. Um, yeah, and on to season 11. So it'll be very interesting to see what, you know, who, who, else, uh, who else comes along, who else, what else happens. I'm very excited for you to see The Time Warrior and start season 11. Oh, this has been a funny one, hasn't it? Um, <laughs> it has. I can't wait for you to edit it. Oh, my God. Um, okay. Well, yeah, we will see you week after next for our beginning of season 11 and the Time Warrior. I think everyone will be tuning in for that one. Um, I certainly will be. In the meantime, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at to watch who and you can support us at buymeacoffee.com forward slash to watch who thank you to our members uh for their continued support and for voting uh yeah you can support us on there it starts from three pounds a month or if you want to just give us a one-off thing buy us a coffee on there that'll be that'll be great um sarah's pretty cold down there in the ice volcano so i'm sure she'd appreciate a hot chocolate or something to Mark, yeah. <laughs> um or if you want to support us for free you could give us a review on apple Podcasts or something like that or give us a you know five stars or something like that that costs nothing that'd be nice so <laughs> yeah that would be nice and thank you for everyone that has done that so far and we love reading your comments on social media and your messages and things so oh, it's really love great that. we do and love, I love it when you tell me that i've got things wrong <laughs> so, <laughs> no i do it's fun it's fun um uh yeah we'll see you soon bye bye <laughs> Watch him.